You're listening to the New Song Students Podcast. I'm Jackson, and I'm the student pastor at New Song Church, located in Oklahoma City. We hope this message builds your faith and helps you to know God better in a greater way today. Enjoy the message. Tonight, we're going to be kicking off a brand new series. Who likes new series? I love kicking off new series. There's like something special about week one of a new series. Tonight, we're kicking off a three-week series that is not just going to be like a a launch into this new year for us, but I really believe uh, that this is a word. Somebody say a word. I believe it's a word, not just for this next three weeks, but for the whole year for us to focus on. Um, And I I say that because uh, last year, before the year ended, I knew I wanted to do something for you guys and, and with you guys. I wanted to ask God for a single word for us, not me, the youth pastor, but for us, our New Song students family. I wanted to ask God for a word for all of us to focus on. Because how many of you know it's, it's good to want to grow? Like, who wants to grow? I want to grow in every area of my life. I want you guys to grow in every area of your life. I'm talking like, I want you to go grow with your, in your walk with God spiritually. Anybody want to know God more? I want to know God more. I want you guys to grow in that. I want this room to grow. Like, we've got an amazing crew, you guys. I love you guys so much. But guess what? There's so much more people, so many more people that God wants to bring into this room, that God wants to pour into. And I believe that God wants to grow this. But not only that, I believe God wants to grow us in different ways, like in the relationships that you have here. You know, I truly believe that God can and has the ability to and has uh, this in this room for you guys, lifelong friendships that come out of New Song students. You know, I'm, some of my best friends that I've known forever that were in my wedding that I'm closest to that Marlo is going to call uncle one day who are not my brothers. Guess what? I met them in youth group, my lifelong friends. And I believe God has that for you guys too, some lifelong friends here. Um, but if we're going to grow in all of those ways, it's going to help if we're all focusing on the same target, right? Like if some of us are trying to come here for one reason and some of us are trying to come here for another reason and others of us are running towards this goal and some of us are just sitting over here and not doing anything, like it's going to be hard for this to grow, right? The way God wants it to. And so I felt, I felt like God wanted to give us a word. Somebody say a word. So uh, God gave me a word for us. He gave me a goal, a target for all of us to focus on this year. You, you want to know what the word is? Sure. Yeah. Okay. The word is this. It's pursue. Somebody say pursue. 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 I need somebody to shout that out. Say pursue. Pursue. There we go. Okay. The word is pursue. I believe God wants to do something special in our lives this year. But if we're going to do that, if we're going to take New Song students to another level, if you're going to take your relationship with God to another level, it's going to take a pursuit. And so tonight... We're kicking off a brand new series entitled In Pursuit. Somebody say In Pursuit. In Pursuit. And if you're taking notes tonight, the title of this message is A Fresh Pursuit. A fresh one. A fresh pursuit. Okay, let's pray before we get into this. Father God, I thank you so much for tonight. I thank you so much for 2020, Father God. We thank you that you've already been 
all the way through 2021 and back. And you know every single good thing that you have in store for us. And so, Father God, right now, as we, as a family, as a New Song student's family, as we focus our hearts on what it means to truly pursue you, help us to walk that out. Help us to walk that out tomorrow and Friday and all the way up until next week, God, what it looks like to pursue you, to pursue your presence. We welcome you in Holy Spirit. Come and speak to us in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. amen. Okay. If you're taking notes, guys, uh, the definition of pursue is this. It's up on the screen. You can write it down. It's to follow someone or something in order to catch or attack them. Catch or attack. So I love the imagery of this, the, the way this definition is because I think sometimes we think pursuing is just following, right? But this definition gives us a totally different picture than just following. It says uh, that it's not just about following, it's about hunting down, attacking, chasing, right? It's like this aggressive language of what the word pursue means. Basically, what it's saying is I'm not content until I get to the goal, right? I'm not content until I get there. Well, when I was sitting down and writing this, you know, when I heard the word pursuit or in pursuit, I, for some reason, just instantly thought of like a a cop car chase. Y'all ever seen a cop car chase in pursuit before? Like on the no- on the news, you've got that uh, helicopter cam. It's dark. It's got the spotlight on the criminal vehicle that's like speeding through highway traffic. And then you've got that cop car that's what? In pursuit. That's right. You guys are so smart. You got that cop car, that cop car that's in pursuit. Now, is that cop car just following that criminal vehicle? No, that... That cop car is like aggressively hunting down that stolen vehicle. Like you're never going to hear a cop car in pursuit down the highway, like radio in and go, uh, I'm down 35 and I'm chasing down this uh, car. I'm in pursuit and uh, I'm just going to keep a safe distance because uh, I don't want to get too close to this guy. Um, I'm going pretty fast. I, this is actually kind of pretty cool. I'm just going to follow him. Like, no, that cop is trying to hunt that car down, right? Yeah. In pursuit. Um, and really what, what I want us to see and what I kind of want, what I believe God is trying to break us out of this, this mindset of how we sometimes see pursue is that it's impossible to passively pursue. Sometimes we say we're pursuing God, but we ain't pursuing God because the word pursue means to aggressively hunt or chase down. And sometimes we're not doing that. Sometimes we're just following, but God wants us to pursue. Somebody say pursue. pursue. So, um, when I, was, when, I, when I felt like God first gave me this word, pursue, uh, man, this, this stage is so squeaky, guys. I might just have to stay right here by my podium. When I first felt like God gave me this word, pursue, the first thing I thought of was, it's kind of cheesy, but I, I thought of when I pursued Haley. Somebody say, aw. I thought about me pursuing Haley. Is it, is it okay if I like just share you a little bit of our love story, guys? Yay, yeah? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing because it's kind of crazy. It's like a roller coaster. We've been through some weird stuff. But I do want to share you a little bit of our story. Um, Let's just say it all started out with me not necessarily pursue. I definitely didn't pursue her at the start because I met her when I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. It was in marching band. We were band kids, guys. I was on drumline because drumline's the coolest. And uh, anyway, Haley, I'd never had a girlfriend before. 
and uh, I was not very aggressive with my pursuit, okay? Um, I was very shy, but I did like Haley. I saw this cute little freshman. She had this, the emo hair, and I was emo, and I was like, I like you. And, um, and so uh, this is how non-aggressive I was with my pursuit. Uh, we had been talking a little bit, and I'd gotten her number, and we were texting a little bit, and I really liked her, but I, she, I had never had a girlfriend before, so I had no idea what I was doing. And uh, this is how I asked her out to homecoming. I texted her, and I said, which is, I started off wrong right there. I texted her. <laughs> Should have asked her in person, but uh, I was a little shy. So I texted her, and I said, hey, I'm not going to homecoming because homecoming's lame, but if you are, do you want to go with me? Yeah, smooth. How unaggressive is that? Like, I'm not going, but if you are, I mean, do you want to go with me? So that's, uh, that's kind of how our relationship started off. And, uh, and we dated for a year in high school. And uh, we were one of those couples. You, everybody knows one of those couples where they break up like 80 times. That was us. It was actually only three times, but it felt like 80. And uh, it was Haley. She broke up with me three times. Yo, I had to fight for this girl. So, anyway, I was not really, I wasn't really aggressive in my pursuit at all that whole year. I really left it up to chance. I was like, maybe we'll get back together, or maybe we'll stay together, or I don't know. I really want to marry her one day. I really did at the time. When I was a sophomore, I was like, I know this is the one. But I was like, maybe, because we keep breaking up. I don't know. Well, fast forward four years, I graduate. We've both been through uh, a couple relationships. I've been through the bad ones. She's been through the okay ones. And uh, I find myself in my first year at Bible college. And this whole four years, we haven't been talking. We've been around each other because we both went to the same youth group, but we weren't talking. We weren't really close. And uh, so I'm at this Bible college in Dallas, and I end up coming back to serve at my youth ministry as as a freshman in college. And by the way, for all my seniors in the house, if you guys end up graduating high school this year and staying, and you're not going out of town somewhere for school, guess what? We want you to serve here with us. Like, for real. We want you to be here and pouring in uh, to the younger uh, generation, the younger students, because you guys got some good stuff in you. So, just got to plug that little shameless plug. But I come back to lead at my first first night at the youth group that I grew up in, and um, we hadn't talked I actually didn't know she was going to be there, but we hadn't talked in like three years. And I'm in this prayer huddle. Like we always do a, a prayer at the beginning of service. We were in our leader prayer huddle. And it was one of those things where I felt like somebody was staring me down. You ever had that feeling? Where it's like somebody's just burning a hole in the back of your head and you're like, somebody is looking at me right now. So I'm in this prayer huddle and I'm like, somebody is looking at me right now. That somebody was Haley. She was working at the church coffee shop at Gateway. And I look up, and she is staring me down, y'all. And I was like, whoa, okay. I feel like she wants to talk to me. Um, So I, which by the way, side note, I forgot to mention this. That whole time we weren't talking, we were really in love, but we just didn't know what to do. So that's a really important part. So after the prayer, I walk over to the coffee shop, and Haley's like, hey, I need to talk to you after service. And I was like, okay. But inside, I was like, yes, 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 this is my chance. Here we go. So after service, we end up talking. And basically, long story short, she just had been thinking about me and was like, hey, I really just, I miss being 
friends with you. I miss talking with you. And I wasn't sure, like I've been talking with my leaders, her leaders at the time, about if this was a good idea because we had been through a lot of just junk through high school and there was a lot of drama and she was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. And she was like, but my leader said they thought it was okay. So I just wanted to know, do you want to be friends with me? Now, have you ever done something before that you like shocked yourself? You're like, I didn't know I had that in me. Well, this happened. So she said, so like, do you just want to be friends? Like, do you want to keep talking? And I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, I don't, Haley, I, I don't want to just be friends with you because I, I want to be, I want to get back together with you. And like inside I was like, dang, Jackson, okay. <laughs> like, because I was never, I was never aggressive like that, but I was just like, nope, I want to date you. And she was like, whoa, what? And basically, long story short, we, we didn't get back together that night. I really was hoping that we would with my aggressiveness. But she was like, no, I, I, how, about we just, how about we just talk it out? Like, I was like, Saturday, coffee, I'm buying. So we got coffee that Saturday. And we talked everything out. And at the end of coffee, I said, all right, you ready? And she was like, no, not yet, not yet. I said, all right, Saturday, next week, I'm buying. So we had coffee that week. And we did that the whole summer. And then guess what, y'all? We got back together. And four years later, we got married, and it was just this awesome love story. And you could say, aww. But, and then there's Marlo. That's right. Now we have a kid. It's crazy. You never know what can happen. But um, I, I say all that because the reason why, you see, I was never that aggressive about pursuing Haley until I realized that I'm tired of, I'm tired of letting the opportunity of us getting back together one day I'm tired of leaving that up to chance. Like, I'm tired of just being like, maybe we'll get back together. Or I hope we do. Or I hope she still likes me. I just got tired of it. And I just got to this point where I was like, nope. I'm going to get aggressive about this. And I'm going to hunt you down, girl. And it worked. It worked, actually. She's like, hey, I'm really thankful that you did that. So we're talking about aggressively pursuing. That's what pursuit means. There's a, there's a story I want us to look at in the Bible tonight. It's in 1 Samuel 4. 1 Samuel 4. If you're taking notes, you can write that down. If you've got a, I don't know if people bring physical Bibles to church anymore. Annie did. Boom. Andrew did. Um, 1 Samuel chapter 4. We find in this story the children of Israel, and they're in a sticky situation, which, let's be real, I feel like they're always in a sticky situation. That's how every single Old Testament story starts. But that is also how this story starts. They're in a sticky situation. They're being confronted by this foreign army called the Philistines. You've probably heard of them before. And uh, here's what happens. You can read along with me. It's up on the screen. It says, Now Israel went out to battle against the Philistines. They encamped at Ebenezer, and the Philistines encamped at Aphek. The Philistines drew up a line against Israel, and when the battle spread... Israel was defeated before the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men on the field of the battle. So Israel was fighting the Philistines, and they lost big time, lost 4,000 men. So they, they get back together to uh, figure out what they're going to do. Here's what it says. It says, and when the people came to the camp, the elders of Israel said, why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? I got an idea. Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, here from Shiloh, that it may, somebody say may. may, that it may come among us 
and save us from the power of our enemies. Okay, when I was reading this and thinking about my story with Haley and thinking about chance and thinking about, about pursuit, this whole theme of in pursuit, the first thing that stuck out to me in this story is the fact that in this, in this time where they're feeling the pressure, right, they're getting beat up by the Philistines. They have just lost a battle. Instead of just asking God what to do, instead of just going, hey, God, we just lost. What do we need to do next? They, uh, they left everything up to chance. I want to show you that again. Let's read it again. It said, let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh that it may. That's a maybe word, right? That's not an aggressive word. That's a maybe that it may come among us and save us from the power of our enemies. So God's people, they're fighting this battle, and when they start to lose, they start to feel the pressure. What do they do? Instead of asking God what to do, they leave it up to chance. Write this down if you're taking notes. The enemy of pursuit is chance. The enemy of pursuit is chance. Here's the thing, New Song students. God wants more than anything for you to be close to him this year. Closer to him this year than you were last year. God wants that for you. Closer than you've ever been in your life. He, he wants that for your relationship with him. But, but my question to you is, are, how aggressive are you with your pursuit? Because sometimes what we tend to do uh, is we like to think that uh, it's up to God for us to get close to him. But God says, I've given you the choice to pursue me. And most of us, uh, what we tend to do is we, our motives are good. Like we all want to be closer to God. But we do this thing where we leave our relationship with God up to chance. And this is what hurts us. Because uh, when we leave our, ch- our, our relationship with God up to chance... Uh, what happens is we don't get closer to him. Here's what, I, here's what I mean by that. Last year, you know, we experienced quarantine for the first time ever. For, do you remember that? The government lockdown thing. It was kind of weird for the first time when we were all stuck at home and we had all this time on our hands. We have busy lives, but for, for two weeks, maybe even longer, like we didn't do anything but stay at home. Do you remember that? I don't know about you, maybe you had this thought too, but I remember when, I, when that first happened, I thought, man, man, I'm so busy, this is awesome, I'm going to have so much time to, to spend with God, <laughs> like, maybe I can spend all, like, maybe, there's that maybe word, right, maybe I can spend this lockdown getting closer with God, and, and here's what happens, that, that lockdown went real quick, right, yeah. and before we know it, it was over, right, and if we left that up to chance, more than likely, we didn't come out of that closer to God, right? Because, you see, we can want our relationship with God to get closer, but if we leave it up to chance, then guess what? Netflix is going to win. Or, you know, I can want to get, in, I can, you know, it's a good motivation to want to get in your Bible more. I want that. Maybe I'll get in my Bible more during this season, but we leave it up to chance, and then TikTok wins. Or, or I, I want to be able to hear God in a greater way. I want to I want to do that. Maybe it'll happen this year, and then my friends win because I put it up to chance, or my anxiety wins, or these things win because I wasn't aggressive with the chase. You know what I mean, New Song students? Here's the thing, though. Uh, we, we, We leave the pursuit up to chance, but God says we actually have the power to choose. Sometimes we don't think we have the power to choose, but you do. Check this out. Psalm 14, 2 says this. It says, the Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man 
to see if there are any who understand and who seek. Somebody say seek. Seek Seek after God. I I love this next verse. It's in Jeremiah 29, 13. This is an awesome promise. Check this out. It says, you will seek me and find me. Right, that's a good promise right there. And when you, when you seek me with all your heart, I love that verse because it doesn't just say, you will find me when I seek you, God. It says, no, you will find me when you seek you. Somebody say you. you. So check this out. The pursuit is not on God. It's on you. The pursuit is on you. It's not that God's not pursuing you because he definitely is. But that passage says that if you seek him, then he promises that you will find him. It's not like he's a good hider in hide and seek. You ever played hide and seek with a friend and they, they hid real good and you never found them? That's not the kind of game that we're playing with God. God says, if you look for me with all of your heart, guess what? I promise you will find me. So these are the promises that are available to you and to me now. But guess what? That was the same promise that was available for the children of Israel in that battle. They had that same promise. If you seek me, you will find me. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So why didn't they seek him, right? At any moment, they could have stopped, realized they were losing, realized they needed God's help, just like Pastor David said in that worship song, we need God's help. He wants to help us. They could have stopped and said, God, what do we do? But instead of that, they left it up to chance. And, and really, here's the thing. Not only did they leave it up to chance, uh, but they looked for old methods to solve a new problem. And what they needed was, the title of my message, a fresh pursuit. Somebody say, a fresh pursuit. A fresh pursuit. pursuit. Check this out. What did they do when they were feeling the pressure? What does the Bible say? It says, when the people came to the camp, the elders of the children of Israel said, why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Which, by the way, they didn't even ask. They just assumed God was defeating them. Anyway, what do they say? Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh. Now, here's the thing. The children of Israel in this story, uh, they knew that this, this wasn't the first time that the Ark was brought into a battle before. There's a couple times before this where the Ark, God told people to bring the Ark into battle, and guess what? They won. One of them, I, one of them that I think of is Jericho. Y'all familiar with Jericho? God told them, the children of Israel, to take the Ark to march around that wall seven times, and then on the seventh day to shout, and then wall fell down, Jericho lost, children of Israel won, and that's what happened, right? So they knew about that story. They were familiar with Jericho. They were familiar with Moses. There's a story in Numbers where God tells Moses to bring the ark into battle against the Midianites, and guess what? They win, right? So they knew these stories because they knew the scriptures, but instead of seeking a fresh pursuit and asking God what to do, they just took it on their own hands and chose what to do. The the difference between this story and those stories was God actually told them to bring the ark in those other stories. But in this story, he didn't. And what happened was they took the ark into battle and they lost the battle. Not only did they lose the battle, they lost the ark. Yikes. Uh, And so what, what we see happen is we see we see the children of Israel lacking to use a fresh pursuit. They, they take matters into their own hands. And what happens is they end up really getting hurt by it because they didn't have a fresh pursuit. But check this out. First Chronicles 12, 11 says this. I love this passage. It says, seek the Lord and his strength. 
Seek the Lord in his strength and then seek his presence. Somebody say continually. Say that better than that. Say continually. I love, I love that it says to seek his presence continually all the time. It doesn't just say seek him really hard one day and then you're good the rest of the week. It doesn't just say if you seek God really hard during the fast and you kind of like tithe the first part of the year, then the rest of it's blessed, right? That's not what he says. He says seek the Lord continually. And here's what I want you to know tonight, New Song students, all relationships, because this is what we're talking about tonight, a relationship with God. All relationships require a fresh pursuit. If you're taking notes, write that down. All relationships require a fresh pursuit. You know, when, I, when Haley and I first started getting back together again, my pursuit was pretty aggressive, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, I think it was. It was pretty aggressive. I thought it was pretty aggressive, and you know what? For that time, it was aggressive. But how many of you know, if I used those old methods today, that would not work, because we're married now, and we have a kid, so it wouldn't be the same if I said, hey, Haley, I'll see you next Saturday for coffee. I'm buying. <laughs> She'll be like, okay. It's a my money, too, so I guess I'm buying as well, right? It's not a fresh pursuit because guess what? Our relationship has grown. The way I pursue Haley now is different, but it's still aggressive. But the thing about it now is, is it's fresh. Somebody say it's fresh. fresh. So maybe, and Jay, you can put some music on tonight, some, some ultra mystery music. Tonight, maybe you're here tonight and you find yourself in a similar situation as the children of Israel. And maybe for you, you've left your relationship with God up to chance. And guess what? I've been there. We've all been there before. Maybe you've, re- you've left your relationship with God up to chance, and maybe you're even doing it right now. You're thinking, with this whole fast, this church-wide fast that we're doing, you're thinking, maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year that I'm going to get closer to God. Or maybe this is the year that I'm going to finally get in, in God's word for myself. Or maybe this is the year that I'm going to, get free from that thing that I've been wanting to get free from. Maybe this is the year. If that's you, maybe God's calling you to get aggressive. Maybe God's calling you to step up and pursue. But, but maybe you're here tonight and you're, you're, uh, you're on the other side of it and you've had a relationship with God on your own. But you've gotten to this place where you're using old methods and you want to grow in your relationship with God, but you're still, you're still doing the old methods. And, and maybe for you, that's all you needed to do was just go to church on the weekends, and that was good enough for you. Because we all start somewhere, and that's where you were at. But now, God is saying, hey, I'm calling you to something deeper. Maybe he's calling you to come to morning prayer. Maybe he's calling you to do some type of Bible plan that stretches you. Maybe he's calling you to fast. What I want to encourage us this year, New Song students, not just this month, not just this week, but what I want to encourage you, New Song students, this year is to get aggressive. Where in your life are you passively pursuing God? We've all been there before. Where, where are you giving your relationship with God up to chance? Maybe it's going to happen this year. Where is God challenging you to grow? If you want to bow your heads and close your eyes, let's just ask the Holy Spirit what he's saying to us right now.